Hey everybody, Jason Franklin here. Welcome back to Expedition U. Uh, we are here today with my good friend, mentor, uh, and just general good guy, Jimmy Franklin. Jimmy, how you doing? Hi, buddy. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, I, I'm watching what's going on around us. And, you know, there's obviously a certain amount of nerves uh, surrounding the real estate market right now. But I think... Uh, Generally, as with any market, the people that have the good business principles that are doing what they need to be doing will come out just fine. But if you just look at the numbers, whoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we were we were way up there. There was a there was a there was a long way to fall before it really, you know, I mean it was gonna look worse than it really was because those numbers were so crazy before, as you know, gotta keep thinking about it as well. Absolutely. So, Jimmy, you've been doing some videos lately. For those people that don't know, uh, so Jimmy, you um, started the Franklin team, and you know your family has since taken over that business with Andrew and Sarah. Um, and if I say anything out of turn, let me know. Uh, and I know you've been posting some videos recently about forty years in real estate. So, first of all, congratulations, because that is no small that is no small task. I almost made it. I almost made it on Saturday. I'll, I'll, have, I'll, uh, that'll be the, that'll be the day I, the license was sent to me in the mail. Ah, very that's nice. How did, that's how you did it in those days. They, they would, um, you took the test and then if you failed it, they let you know pretty quick, like in three days or four days or something. And if you, if you passed it, they didn't tell you you passed it. You just, well, I didn't get the fail, the fail slip. <laughs> so after about a week, I go, you know, I think I may have passed. Which, which, you know, going back to my college days was actually, you know, quite a, quite a victory for me because <laughs> I, I had, <laughs> I wasn't a very good student. You know, so, one of the things that you said in your first video that, that really stuck a chord with me because, you know, I've been in real estate for going on nine years now. And I mean, I was very fortunate to have come into this one in an amazing time to be in real estate. I mean, I started 2014, everything, everything started ramping back up pretty heavy around 2012. Um, you know, but I also brought with me 30 years of sales experience. You know, I just decided to sell something with more zeros. But, you know, one of the things that you said that I thought was really interesting to me was, you know, at the end of my first decade in real estate, I didn't really have a whole lot more to show for it than what I did when I started. But by the end of my second decade, I could have retired if I had felt the inclination to do so. Mm -hmm. You know, can you speak on that and, and kind of what that means? Because, I mean, obviously, that's a matter of, I guess, I'm assuming you're talking about the relationships that you built, the business that you built, sphere of influence. Yeah, uh, I, I did, you know, the 80s were for everybody, you know, most, most people that are watching this are, are much younger. They weren't, they weren't there in the 80s, or if they were, they were kids. They didn't really pay attention. They were pretty bad, man. I think half the half the homes in Houston uh, were foreclosed on. I mean, that's wow. I got that. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. You could you could go down, you know, you could go to an Astro game from Katy and get there in thirty minutes. You know, go right by the Galleria, and there was no traffic at five o'clock. It was it was great. That part was great, but um, you know, it, there wasn't a lot of business to be had relative to you know the people that were you know in the business. Um, there was a lot of, uh, it was just a really bad time in Houston. Not, the financial crisis that you, that you lived through was nothing 
in, in compared to that in, in Houston anyway. So, uh, but what I did do uh, is I did all the fundamentals really well. Uh, I listened to other people who were smarter than me. Um, I paid attention to them. Um, I was not afraid to call and ask for, for, you know, pointers. And, um, you know, I, 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 I built relationships and I stayed, I stayed with those relationships and, um, I, I, you know, I was good at retention. And so even though I didn't have, you know, any money by the end of my first decade to speak of, uh, um, I think I, mentioned in the video, I think when I hit my eighth year in real estate, I did my, I, I took the time to, to do it. I remember where I was when it happened. And I was like, all right, I have the exact same amount of assets as I have uh, liability debts. It's like, I'm 35 and I've got, I got nothing. And so, um, but I, what I didn't really, you know, I couldn't, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, what I couldn't see um, at that point that that I uh, that I saw, you know, in looking back and historically, is that I had built so many good relationships that they were all, everything was going to come to fruition. Sure. And, and you know, when that we, you know, kind of like the very end of that first decade, and then into the second, into my second decade, it, it all it all hit, and uh, and those relationships hit. Um, and, um, you know, I, I got some breaks. I, I met some really smart, or I met some people in the builder, builder world, which turned out to be my niche. Uh, but those, those, that really wouldn't have worked had I not had, you know, had good business, had good relationship practices. Sure. You know, so those people trusted me, um, before they had business to give me. <laughs> so next question is, with the market shifting, right? I mean, and that's like, I don't know if I have to say the word market shift again, I think I'm going to throw up, but you know, it's happening. It's very obvious. You know, I was running numbers this morning just because I guess I was in too good of a mood. A mood so I figured I'd look at numbers. Yeah, that'll do it. And uh, you know, just in the Clear Lake area, I mean, so, which is obviously just a small segment, but I think it's indicative. There's 75 homes sold in the last 30 days. And on the same 30 days last year, it was 115. And of the 154 properties that are on market in this small pocket area, uh, 78 of them have taken price reductions. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's over 50%. I mean, so it's very obvious that the, the last few years of get a listing, throw it on the market and take your money is, is shifting. And I know it's obvious right now that the business principles of new agents or even seasoned agents is more important right now than it has been in the last decade. So, I mean, how do you, what advice would you give a new agent or maybe one that's not necessarily new, but is seeing a, stat, a strategic decline in their business? Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, a serial optimist anyway, and, and uh, I like to, you know, I, I, I remember being a, uh, being in a Houston Business Journal's top 25 awards banquet, um, basically the year after the, you know, the financial crisis. It was probably like 2010, actually, uh, but it was coming after the 09 year. And they asked everyone, you know, hey, how do you how do you do this? And I sort of said, you know, 
I, I just had a much more positive, like we just kept grinding and kept working and, and um, kept all the fundamentals that we, you know, that built our business in the first place. Um, as far as those numbers being, you know, depressing, um, I, I would probably, you know, if I just wanted to make myself feel a little bit more normal, I'd probably look and see what they were in, in 2019, because I, I really think 20 and 21 should almost be, you know, and they don't, that doesn't count. <laughs> stricken from your memory um, and, and, and assume, assume that you're not going to win 14 straight, you know, 14 straight hands on a blackjack table. And if you ever do, don't ever set that as your standard uh, for anything that ever, you know, anything that happens again, like, man, and, Remember that day back in, you know, in Vegas where I won 14 straight hands on a blackjack table, 20 and 21 were, were just, a, you know, circumstances came together uh, to cause something that probably, well, not even close to I've ever seen in my 40 years. So I'd kind of look back and say, hey, was that, that number that you just quoted me, was that was that, you know, I don't know that it was or wasn't because you know, you know that market completely. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I don't, but I would, I, I would guess that that number might not be, you know, so far off of what, if you looked at 2019. No, that's a, and that's a really good point. I mean, and especially, you know, you've got these agents that have come in, you know, in the last 12, 24, 36 months. And I think that that is something that they should understand is that, you know, if you have done really well in the last two years, you probably still need to step up your fundamentals next year. Because mm -hmm. I mean, what got you that, if you wanna maintain where you are, it's probably gonna take a little bit more work. You're gonna need more relationships and more, more fundamentals. I mean, would you agree yeah. on that? Yeah, and I, I, you got me thinking about something cause you, you know, and it was obvious cause you, you asked me to reflect back onto the eighties where I started and then I feel kind of bad for somebody who started in 20 and 21 because they probably, and you can't really blame them, but they probably think that's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. Because that's, that's what they know. And then now, then they find out this, whereas I, I came from this, this horrible place. <laughs> and, and, and so as a result, Anything else I ever see will never compare to that. We know and, it's fun. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, no. And, and so anyway, um, yeah, and it's probably going to be much more difficult for someone who who came in not that long ago and hit the ground running. Well, it's kind of like if, if you just started watching the Astros in the last five years, right? You didn't go through the Astros of the 80s and 90s. <laughs> well, I, you know, yeah, I mean, well, that's a great example. I I grew up. My dad took me to some games in Colt Stadium to show you how how old I am, <laughs> and um, you know, so there was basically no World Series championships from 1962, the beginning until what 2017. So yeah. I had all those years, and so now, you know, if you became an Astro fan, and, and you know, right then, just because you just were coming in and learning about baseball, you go, wow, that's just how it is. So anything that happens after this run is over and it will end. Sure. You know, it's going to end, you know, nobody, nobody typically goes on forever except Tom Brady. And, and then, and then, you know, they eventually somebody will go and say, you know, this is awful. And it's like, 
yeah, this is, this is, was my life for, yeah, for, uh, for 45 years. So that being said, I know that you and your team made a really big move. Um, what, four years ago now? Uh, yeah. So Have four, our four years ago, four year party, made... four year party coming up on, um, Thursday after being at Remax for 32 years, we made, we made a move in, uh, in 18. Yeah. So, I mean, one, with a team that was successful as y'all were, mm-hmm. and you're doing really well. I mean, obviously, you know, always happy, never satisfied. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep working. You have to kind of keep growing. Mm-hmm. What was the number one reason that you guys made that move? Well, I'm glad you said the number one reason because um, the the company now has so many reasons uh, now that we we know more about it that that I can speak to. And, and so many of the people that have followed us have said what their number one reason is. So, but you're right. Everybody has a number one reason. And ours was, um, that the, uh, additional ancillary, uh, financial benefits that the company offered that don't exist anywhere else, uh, were, were available. And, you know, one thing that, you know, that people don't, realize now, you know, because every, every, every real estate brokerage, you know, that gets a brand only got that brand because really good agents came to that company. So when, when I left to go century 21, which was the biggest brand, you know, in the world at the time in, in, and left to go to Remax in 86, 80 Remax was, was nobody, um, especially here. They probably had some better market share in other, other places They were kind of going into slowly, but in Houston, not so much. And in Katy, not at all. It was a brand new franchise. And so, uh, and I, you know, I had already sort of figured out, I felt like three years into it and it wasn't like I was a huge producer, but I was big enough to where I was leaving a bunch of money on the table. And I left for one reason. And, and I had a young, young family and, uh, my children were, you know, two and four and, um, I left because there was a pretty big gap between what I was paying the broker at one place and what I could be paying them at Remax with this different kind of concept. Sure. Just pay your rent and, you know, you're on your own kind of concept. And, uh, um, and business didn't slow down, you know, it didn't slow down. And um, so it was fairly easy this many years later when a very younger, a much a much younger company than it is now, much smaller, much less known than EXP is now. But in 18, I think there was 11,000 agents when we left. And, um, and I knew that nothing was going to change, you know, business was going to be great. So I looked at it as risk reward, right? Sure. There was zero risk. Business was going to be just as good. And it would be for anyone else that left that leaves their company. And for some reason, brokerages, are very good at convincing agent that they're going to be lost without them. Or at least that's, they try to anyway, they hammer that home. Manny, without us, without us, you're nobody. Well, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think, I think you made a really incredibly important statement there that I don't want it to get glossed over. And that is Remax didn't grow Remax. I mean, and I'm not, you know, Coldwell didn't grow Coldwell. It's the agents that do that. It's just at this point, EXP has a platform where the agents are rewarded for what they were already really already doing. Yeah, in a way, you know, in a way, I don't know if they anybody was thinking this, but 
in a way, I think EXP kind of figured it out with with their awards and the and the finance, you know, their their stock awards and and rewarding agents like yourself who do really big numbers that you hey you get your you get your cap money back. Whereas mm -hmm. other companies, you know, that you were you were at, you are you were the one that paid the light light bill, right? Yeah. The bigger producers paid the light bill, and in EXP, it's they don't do it that way. They basically say, no, you, you're bringing a, you're making agents want to come over to this, to this company. So they reward, they reward you instead of taxing you essentially. And so, um, so that's why we left to go, to go there and because, and, but I think the first part of it is very important, which was because you, anytime you have an investment or a business decision, you have to, you know, analyze the risk versus the reward, right? Like, okay, I'm going to invest in this, oil well it could go dry and my entire hundred thousand dollars is gone uh you know or uh but i but if it hits you know i can be i can get 20 times that amount of money or i can put my money in the bank and i can get one and a half percent return uh interest but i have no chance of losing it and exp was the the best example i've ever seen of there was no risk Right. Mm -hmm. As I already stated, business as a realtor, as a team was going to continue. And in fact, we've quadrupled in those four years, quadrupled. So not well, only you know what, not to that statement, Jimmy, it's funny because you guys came in at a time when there was only 11,000 agents in the entire company. And that wasn't it was only a sprinkling of agents in Houston. And, you know, when you talked about the fact that there was really no risk for you all. And this isn't this isn't meant to be, you know, just overdone flattery. But now that teams like yourself are at EXP, there's even less risk, you know, because of the relationships and the ability yeah. to call on people and the yeah. ability to have sources. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, think about it. Well, OK, the risk would be that you'd get there and somehow this company it didn't make it for example right sure. or and then you'd have uh you'd have an annoying 12 days of picking somebody everybody would want you you know hey come here come here you know out of business that 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 was it anyway so we knew we knew that we could go independent or somebody would cut us a big check to go to there or something like that if if we did go well but but if that was your concern like wow i don't want to make a move and then have to do it again that doesn't look good that that's long gone. You know, we're one of the few companies that makes money these days, right? We already know who doesn't make money and they, they, they're, they're bleeding it. We make a lot of money. We have a lot of money and, and we're extremely profitable. So you're right. Those, those, those days are over. Plus, if you do believe that name recognition uh, or brand recognition means something and you don't, you don't completely buy into the fact that it's you that, you know, that made it happen. Well, good news. EXP has extremely good market share. You're in a, you're in a market where you're, you're the, the section of town you're in it, dom we dominate. So not only do, not only does it, is it not an unknown, but let me tell you something. It's, it didn't do it. It, it did it because people like you and, and, and Monica and so many others, have, have have come into it and now everybody realizes they're comfortable with it and that's what happened with remax like when 
when uh you know at first people were like that's man it's goofy colors and uh you know the hot air balloon that's stupid and then you know when ronnie matthews and and you know mike cedar and joe rothschild and those kind of guys came over all of a sudden like wow brand recognition well not until they got there right not until big 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 producing people got there and then everybody else was comfortable saying oh, okay well this this is a good place to be they did it so it must be okay well i have to say that you know my my main reason for coming to exp when i came and my main reason for staying at exp are really vastly different um you know when i was looking for a place to hang my hat i was like i i love the idea of a virtual brokerage because being in the office at brokerages i had worked at mm-hmm. to me was very limiting you know, oh, you want to do that? You need to do this. You want to do that? And just, I, I love the idea of having a broker that would be like, go sell stuff. Don't break the law. Call me if you need me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, but well, the that, reason- and, and to be honest with you, that's the way, that's kind of the way it was for 32 years for me. The only difference was, and the reason those guys can't compete with the XP, and, and it's not really their fault. It's just, they got here, they got here at a time where, you know, the franchise system was in place and now it's there and now you can't undo it. Right. You can't, yeah. you can't go and say, Hey, by the way, we're, we're going, we're going, we're going to go virtual to save all this money. And it's like, wait a minute, I have a, I own this building or I'm, I have a lease on this space for three years and I have a franchise agreement that lasts four more years. So it's done. It's over. They can't compete. Uh, and, and so, uh, so you're right. Uh, EXP does do that. But that's kind of how it was. I I I, I get more support at EXP than I ever did at, at any of the brokerages at Remax. Well, you know, what's funny is a couple of things. One, um, I started at Remax, and two months in, they lost their franchise. So, <laughs> so you started at the wrong one, apparently. Uh, but you know, so I stayed at Remax for a while, and the main the main reason I went to Remax originally was because everybody told me don't go to Remax. You need to be an experienced agent. They're not going to support you. If you don't know how to go out and hunt and kill, you'll you'll fail. And I was like, okay, well, I want to be surrounded by hunters and killers, right? I want to be surrounded by the people that are that don't need the support, that are so good at it. And so that was my methodology going into it. Mm-hmm. You know, but then as I progressed and then went to another brokerage, which I shouldn't have. Um, mm-hmm. but that relationship was was vastly different. And I was there, that was purely a money thing. And we all we've all seen that happen with a bunch of people. Yeah. But the main reason I stay so strongly and such an avid supporter of EXP, quite honestly, is relationships I have with people like yourself and Andrew and Sarah uh, and Monica. You know, it's the I can I've got 50 people I can call at any moment and go, hey, I need help with this. Or what would you do with this? Yeah. You know, and so the collaboration is so huge. And for that matter, now with 85,000 agents, not only do I have that locally, but if I'm in Sacramento or if I'm in Washington, D.C., I mean, it doesn't matter because they're everywhere now. So, yeah, I mean, I had all these brokerages where I paid nine hundred dollars a month at my Remax brokerage and plus a split, you know, and then at Coldwell, I paid, you know, my splits and my fees and everything else. And here. It's like eighty five bucks. And then other than that, they send me way more money than I send them aside from, you know, and then I've got such a limited cap. And we're growing our team, which gives us reduced caps. I mean, so it's better for my teammates. It's better for me. And 
On top of all that is the cherry, which is the collaboration and the friendships and relationships that I've been able to build. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, that's what, um, that's what I, I can say about the company is that uh, everybody has their, you know, if you always, it's always fun to actually say what's your, what's your number one reason, what's your number one reason you came or what's the number one reason you you're fixing to come. And, you know, we had one that was to be transparent. It was, we thought we could grow our rev share group. And, you know, like, why would you not want to have generational potential generational um, income that, comes in every month on the 22nd day of the month. And, and, and why would you not want that if, if, if it's, if it's possible, and especially if you can do it without quitting your day job, you know? Well, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that you're already in your business. If you have a team, or even if you don't, if you're making it in real estate at any decent level, you're already creating and cultivating relationships. This is just yeah. one that monetizes it in addition yeah. to that. By the way, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw my, my my post about uh, uh you know another massive team that's that's fixing uh that's fixing to announce to come uh -huh. over and i mentioned that you know like a lot of big teams uh you know this this team was going to be you know was going to attract other agents because that's just how it's going to work it's just how it works how it how it happens like i said ronnie matthews mike cedar you know those guys attracted other that's going to happen. And, uh, but they're still going to, you know, outproduce almost everyone else out there. So, and the, this, this idea of, you know, trying to figure out, you know, if you're brokered from the other side, if you're trying to, you know, poke a hole in, in the, the system was, uh, you know, this company somehow they you know turning uh revenue share and sharing in sharing revenue and sharing success with us was a bad thing because you know we just sell real estate you know we sell real estate and it's like the two are not they are not mutually exclusive right no they're not it's like you know you can walk and chew gum right you can most people can do that most days having a relationship with another realtor and tell them about something that's better really isn't a time doesn't suck a lot of time out of your day. <laughs> no, it should. You can still do, you can still do what you do. And, you know, like I said, our business has uh, grown drastically during the years that we've, we've been here. So, um, you well, know, Jimmy, I, I know that's not an accident and I know, uh, you know, between yourself and the rest of y'all's team with Andrew and Sarah and everybody else, that the work ethic over there is is phenomenal and your ability to to really tune into people and build those relationships is as well. Um, I have one question before we go. And I'm you mentioned a while ago about Century 21. Did you have one of those gold jackets back in the 80s? <laughs> my when I got my license in uh in October 22nd, 1982, <laughs> my dad, my dad was pretty disappointed in me up to that point in my life, right? He, he, uh, you know, I dropped out of college, just had nowhere jobs, you know, that you get when you're 23 years old and you don't have a degree, you know, no, you know, nothing where somebody's going to go, man, I want that guy. Mm -hmm. And so, so when I got my license, I think my dad had this, uh, idea that, uh, you know, that it was really hard, 
it was a hard license to get. And you and I both know it's ridiculously easy, but you know, I had the license and he thought, Oh, you know, this is really, this is, you know, he's not a doctor. He's not an attorney. <laughs> he's not a CPA, but you know, this is, this is okay. And he got me one of those jackets for Christmas. <laughs> nice. And I wore it once on a listing and I showed up and, uh, you know, and, and the guy, was coming out of the house and I had it, you know, I had it on the hanger and I, I got it out, I put it on. He goes, please take that off. So <laughs> I had it, I had, I think I wore it that, that time and one other time before. Uh, and then at the uh, next Halloween party, I, I wore it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jimmy, it's always great to talk with you. And, you know, I think there's a lot of information in here, especially with these newer agents uh, that need to know and people that are trying to build teams. Um, what is the easiest way for someone to reach you if they wanted to talk to you about uh, EXP or just what the Franklin team has going on? Uh, my cell is okay to, is it okay to yeah, go? Yeah, it's up okay. to you. Yeah, 281-433-6728. Just uh, text me and and uh, I'll I'll call you back. Well, That's I can one of the things that one of the by the way, one of the fundamentals that I uh, mm -hmm. that I I don't know how much time you have, but one of the fundamentals that I uh, uh, found that I that it was like I really hated to owe somebody a phone call. And so I, I returned all my calls and at my peak, uh, you know, when I was still active in the early 2000s, I, I, and we had voicemail was the thing. We had voicemail, mm -hmm. you know, that's how people, they left a message and, and, you know, got it. So at my peak, I'd have between 170 and 200 voicemails a day. And I either returned or had every, you know, somebody returned those calls for me when I, I had an assistant or two. And uh, that's one of the things that like nobody does now. People, yeah. if, they, if, it, if they don't think there's something in it for them, there's too many people that if you don't think there's something in it for you, you don't, you don't, they don't do it. Right. And I found that doing that, um, uh, you can, you can find a relationship there that you didn't know, you know, you weren't even out after a relationship. You're just, just doing it. Cause that's what you do. You know, sure. hey, I can help you if I can tell an appraiser, you know, about a property and, uh, you know, ghosting is way too popular these days i, I don't i didn't mean to get off on the old man no rant, no no you're but, good but i i will say that if you're a new agent just return your calls man so my ocd kicks in and i my agents all know that if, if they've got dirty email and by dirty i mean like when you open it up and there's 300 unread emails and they leave all their spam and all their trash like i hate the apps on my phone that have the little indicators because if it shows three or two if it had any notice on there i have to clear it I have to go look at it. I have to answer that text. I have to make that phone call. Yeah. My email is empty every day. You yeah. know, it's filed, it's cleaned because, you know, you have to function as a successful person prior to success. Yeah. That's you know, right. I mean, it's the whole thing. If you're running a $100,000 business in a $100,000 manner, you'll never make more than $100,000. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's, and you know, there are exceptions to the rules, telephone solicitors, whatever. But of course, you know, somebody, somebody in our business calls and they, they want to ask you about, you know, are you getting any activity on your listing? And that's, that's a hard call to make sometimes if you're busy, but you know, just do it. It's the right thing to do. And you'll be, you'll be amazed how this stuff can come back. And I think you probably saw my second video, which I talked about, you know, doing something that, that turned in doing something that giving up something that, 
to, to another realtor that yep. could have gone a different way that turned into maybe, I don't know, I'm at 27 transactions and some of those are in the millions uh, on, on, on dollar volume. Um, uh, just because of that. And that was a good so, decision. Yeah, it was a good decision and, you know, but just do it. And um, it's amazing how that stuff works. Awesome. Well, Jimmy, we really appreciate having you here today. Everybody, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure you hit the uh, subscribe button and make sure to leave us a review. And we'll be back next week. Talk to you soon. Thanks, buddy. 